0: Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Miller's Law, a veteran-founded and run law firm. Miller's Law is giving back to the community that gives so much by making an incredible special offer to our listeners. For the next 30 days, Miller's Law is offering veterans and first responders a family will and power of attorney for only $299, typically a whale in POA can cost over two thousand bucks. That's a seventeen hundred dollar savings. This offer is a meaningful way to say thank you for your service for all veterans and first responders. To take advantage of this amazing gift, don't wait. Go to millerslaw.com, M I L L A R S law.com, or email them at info at millerslaw.com if you prefer to phone you can call toll free one 855 5547 that's one 855 don't delay do it today Back in studio, we have none other than Brock Blazczyk. I even said it right. I spelt it right. Holy shit. We're off to a good start. We're
1: on a roll today, brother.
0: Yeah, brother. Thanks
1: for having me on, bro.
0: Thanks for doing it on like zero notice. Uh, Uh, So how are you feeling with everything that's going on, Brock? I'm not going to lie. It's it's heartbreaking.
1: You know, um, it's been a lot of weeks. I actually... I actually probably started dealing with this about probably six weeks ago when the call came out to try to get interpreters out of there. Um, fortunately, um, everybody that we worked with in, in my platoon, um, we we have been able to get to Canada. A couple guy guys already came a couple of years ago. Um, but this last six weeks, we were able to get our last guy that kind of he fell through the cracks in the last program that was pit on before we left, um, because he got hurt with my platoon commander. So because of that, something's gotten. So and got, uh, I, here. We got him, so that's good. He's in Toronto right now. Um, but yeah, every, you know, on and on. unfortunately we, we weren't able to get another guy that we were trying to help out, so you know, the windows unfortunately closed and, you know, so a lot of that was just kind of a lot of old emotions of just getting the job done. Yeah. And then, you know, at the same time of coming to realization that, you know, it's actually coming to an end, you know, and, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I always, I guess, deep down inside, always kind of knew, knew it. Um, not that the Afghan mission was, was garbage or anything like that. It was a completely worthwhile mission. We were fighting for the Afghan people and, and allowing them to, to live a life of, of choice. you know. But uh, you know, actually seeing it come to fruition, it's, it's heavy on the heart, man. Heavy on the heart.
0: What do you say to the people that say uh, that because of the shit show that it's all for nothing, that it was in vain?
1: It's easy to feel that way. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I've gone through those thoughts in my head myself. You know, what was losing friends and losing my leg for? Um, I wanted to send little girls to school. You know, and now we're back at week zero to the day before we showed up. You know, just within eleven days, eleven days, twenty years of progress just basically erased.
0: I'm not sure that it is. In 20 years, there's an assload of people that can read, that couldn't read before. You know, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a pile of people that had a taste of choice. I, I love the way you, that you put it. You gave them a life of choice. Yeah. And there is a whole pile of people that uh, have been trained up so that they have the equipment and the training to be able to resist yeah. a, and, and to fight back, all of which they didn't have before. Their eyes have been opened, which they didn't have before. No,
1: and that's that's probably the glimmer of hope we have, you know. Um, but, you know, at the same time, how long do we drag her on our own little hopes for, you know, keeping that book semi-open? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's it's here's here's the thing about war there's a reason why war is always the last resort and war's a fucking gamble you don't know if the good guys are going to win you really don't you know and i think ultimately what uh um, what deep deep contemplations and staring out into space for hours trying to sort through my mind you know that's that's the answer I personally come up is Wars wars a gamble and sometimes the good guys don't win. You know, and that, maybe that's the life lesson in all of this, you know, reminding us that life is unfair and sometimes the good guys don't win. No matter how good the intentions are, how how great the you know, ideas seem to be sometimes we just don't win.
0: Is there any excuse at all for the withdrawal the way it was done leaving uh, our the friend the, the friendlies with leaving the oh, friendlies hanging leaving the friendlies to die and including there was, there's American citizens still on the ground there uh, that are left to die.
1: Oh, I was just, giving me call, Jason. Um yeah. there's lots of ways this whole thing the whole mission could have been handled better from the get-go. I honestly, truly 100% down from the troop level, the troop level, the people that were on the ground there were doing the best they could with what they had. The issue was the decision makers. Decision makers are the ones who ultimately fumbled this whole thing up from the get-go. And this all goes way back to to even how we were do, operating in Afghanistan. You know, there was no clear objective. There wasn't. You know, um, a lot of the times it was just like, let's go for a walk and look for a fight and see what happens. Or it was, you know, we just got to clear houses this today. You know, there was no clear, actually unique objective on on how we were going to close in and destroy the Taliban or anything like that. You know, Um the decision makers allowing the corruption to go on within the Afghan government as long as it did, you know that that played a big factor into it. Um, the decision of not to put pressure onto Pakistan for giving them safe haven you know that played a huge factor into it, so there was a lot of decisions that were made that were either not put a lot of thought into um not a lot of effort was put into it, you know, and it was just, I don't know, I, the, you know, t- 10 years Canadians spent there and 20 years Americans spent there. And nobody bothered to get to know who the enemy was except for the guys on the ground.
0: One of the Canadian politicians on the liberal side just said, a message to our brothers, the Taliban. Did you hear oh, that? She's
1: one? an idiot. She's just yeah, I heard about it. If you listen to how she was wording it, yeah, okay, she was trying to reach out on a cultural standpoint, but she's a moron. That's well that's all there is to it. it was wordly pat, pat excuse me. Badly badly worded on her part, terribly worded. But it it just goes to show how fucking goddamn out of touch our world leaders are. And that's everybody. You know, this whole debacle, like the Afghan the Afghan extraction really I i I testimated myself on how weak the Western world leadership is. You know.
0: From your perspective, is there was there any collaboration with the Taliban? Is there a section of the Taliban that are friendly?
1: There is no such thing as friendly Taliban. <laughs> Let's put that, these people, these people literally stone rape victims to death saying that they committed adultery even though they were raped. You know, they stone them to death. They they throw acid in little girls' faces when they try to go to school. You know, these people slaughter whole families in front of somebody who helps out Western forces, you know. How is there any good side to the Taliban?
0: The reason that I asked that question at that moment was just yesterday, um, President Biden says that we are in constant contact with the Taliban forces who are providing security for us, an outer cordon around the Kandahar airfield. That's impossible that we have the Taliban as allies using them as security forces. It's freaking I ridiculous. So,
1: I don't know. I to me, to me, I wouldn't call that calling them an ally. I would call them accepting that the Americans have accepted that the treaty they have written with the Taliban. Because at the end of the day, we follow the fucking rules. That's why we're the good guys. We follow the rules. So the Americans wrote a treaty with the Taliban back when Trump was in charge. You know, without even having the Afghan government there, which was a mistake, which basically took took away any negotiation part on the Afghan government because they didn't have anything in their pocket after, after the Americans made their deal. And Biden is just continuing to keep on with the deal. You
0: no, know. doesn't sound like that makes any sense because how would you ever expect the Taliban to, to keep their deal? It's no... Better than the uh, the treaty couple hundred years or the treaties a couple hundred years ago that we had with our First Nations people. We didn't keep them.
1: Oh yeah, treaties are fucking full of shit, bro. Full of shit. (laughs) But
0: I mean, it's a starting it's a starting point. At the end of the day,
1: let's let's take a look at world the world the world uh, we got right now. We have China fucking around doing what China's doing. China's pretty scary, you know. You have Russia. You know, kind of doing what they're doing, kind of standing on the sidelines, you know, kind of like, yeah, you know, you know, but either way, the world, the world politics and the world demographic or however we want to call it, it's getting scary, you know, and the Americans can't be bogged down in Afghanistan. So I understand the reason why they're leaving. I get it. You know, and maybe that's why it's so hard, because I get the reason why they're leaving. I get the why they can't finish the job, you know, and that's why it's so heartbreaking because it's not so much of, oh, well, they're fucking done with it and they're just fucking it off. No, it's because they have to because they can't have troops bogged down in, in Afghanistan in case something starts up with China,
0: you know. Well, let's hope to God uh, nothing kinetic happens with China because that's. <laughs> that's the, the the final countdown right there. That's, well, yeah. Honestly, I think, I think
1: that's ultimately what's keeping up Joe Biden at night. It's not how he's extracting people Afghanistan or anything like that. It's what's China going to do next.
0: This on top of the COVID stress, on top of having PTSD in the first place, there's a lot of rucks, rocks in the rucksack right now. Oh, yeah. Are you feeling the extra weight? Is this um, my concern right now? The reason I wanted to do, I gave you like zero notice for the show to do basically an emergency broadcast is I'm expecting a lot of Afghan vets to feel hopeless, like it was all for nothing. And those that have lost limbs like yourself or their minds like a lot of people. Um, and we're happy to do so if there was yeah. a, if there was a point like nobody's complaining nobody's playing uh oh, i'm a victim nobody's doing that but yeah it should have been for something and it was for something i i believe that the 20 years that uh that everybody was there yeah mattered and it fucking made a, mad, a big difference in in, the, in those lives of those people i do believe that but still, there's a lot of people that don't, um, aren't seeing it that way, that this is just one ruck. Uh, this is a betrayal that's so deep. I'm expecting a rash of suicides over this. Have you? What are you thinking?
1: That's, of course, a big fear, a big fear of mine as well. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've been, I don't know, I really, I kind of closed in. I went in really close with my platoon and my guys I went overseas with in my company. Uh, I'm checking in on with them. Um, could be, um, and you know it's it's the pill hard pill to swallow, man. It's a really really hard pill to swallow. You know, like I, I'm sure, like most guys see it like I do. You know, the 20 years is a long fucking time.
0: Yeah, we have to know, get out and, at some point. You know What? I mean, well, yeah, we, we, we did have to get out at some point, and you know there's no question about that and there's no great way to do it but no. i don't think that he could have done it in a worse way
1: oh well this this is this honestly this this like like i said everything that the veterans and the guys on the ground they have done with absolute like superhero abilities man from creating underground railroad systems from helmand to kandahar to all the way to kabul you know Um, to the troops actually being on the ground at the airport dealing, looking at that humanitarian crisis right in the fucking face, you know, um, you know, it's just literally the decision makers that have let us down, you know, and that's like what I say to the, to the troops, like you did no fault on your own. Um, you did what. Most people weren't willing to fucking do.
0: 100%. You know, some scary, scary, scary fucking shit that very few people have the balls to do or lady balls.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and that's the, like, I remind people, you know, ultimately ask yourself the question how many people, like, especially for Afghan vets, you know, how many people in your graduation class when you graduated high school went to Afghanistan? You know, I was the only one in my graduation class. You know, um, you know, the most I've heard is like three,
0: yeah.
1: you know, so really out of, and that, that person had like three, 500 people in his graduation class, you know, we're the less than 1%, you know, and that is something to take proud of. We went when nobody else had the fucking balls to, you know, because they were afraid, you know, how many people I heard on the street after I came back from Afghanistan, oh, well, you know, if it was something like World War II or something like that, I told you would join. These guys didn't know in World War II that it would be like the way it was, you know. So at the end of the day, you just didn't have the stones to do it. Yeah. You know, you know and everybody else who went there.
0: Or the commitment or the sense of responsibility.
1: Well, that's just it, to give back. Yeah. To give, you know, and it's it's always goes down to the question and it's not
0: we didn't almost join. We hear that all the fucking time. Well, yeah. I almost joined, but mm-hmm. well, we didn't almost join. We fucking did it.
1: Yeah, we did it. We 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 went. We fought. You know, and some of us didn't come back home. We all definitely came back home fucking different. Um but it was for a good reason. You know. Yeah. Um you know, the problem is that the decision maker, makers let us down. The decision makers are so out of touch with with everything. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's not on us, you know, and that's all there is to it. It's not on the troops.
0: When I interact with the wounded veteran community, those with PTSD, with peer support groups um, over the work I've been doing for the last five years, one of the worst and most difficult uh, things to get over is betrayal. Um, certainly on my tour, the level of betrayal because of bad leadership was fucking unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking over your own people. You know, yep. the, the people that you're supposed to be able to trust. And that is happening right now by our callous government. And it's being backed up, no, being backed up by the media. Uh, there was just a tweet um, that got removed about the uh, uh, 13 U.S. troops uh, killed, you know, all in a day. And uh, some uh, Malcolm something. What's his name? His name doesn't matter. It's not worth uh, being, being said. An MSNBC guy. Yeah. He said, deal with it. Just deal with it this you know it, that's how cold and disconnected these people that live in their bubbles are that yeah. have never been in an environment like that it's uh-huh. it, it's freaking sick because none of it should be happening
1: and that's that's why honestly I've I've stick to our own man you know I, I'm I'm, I'm, you know, and I don't know if it's my anxiety making me do this or if it's just I'm becoming wiser, so to say, but I'm definitely probably going to retreat to my own a little more. I'm not really to really willing to reach out to the civilian or the public too much anymore because I might mess them up with my experience, (laughs) but, you know, as what I've been told before. Bunch of garbage, but at the end of the day, our brotherhood is tested. You know, there's no it's 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 point and proving, and that's why. Like, you know, the biggest thing I could say to to vets is be kind to each other. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. If, if someone's being a shit show, tell them they're being a shit show. But know that you're being told you're being a shit show out of love. Yeah. You know. You know, and that's that's all there is to it. You know, and 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 and, and be kind to each other, and and be willing to take each other's criticism.
0: We can't bottle this shit end of, up right now. And, what's that? We can't bottle this shit up right now. Like we, no. The, the natural response <laughs> for a lot of us is to retreat, it's to hide, it's to isolate yourself. Oh, yeah. and um, Because you just can't people today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's got to come out of you. If you don't uh, say, like, feel your feelings out loud and, and say what's on your mind and be pissed off out loud or be sad out loud, if you mm. can't do that, it's just going to be bottled up and goddamn eat you up. And that's why I wanted to have you on here today so we can, oh, yeah. so we can hash come it out on. and have other people hear us hash it out.
1: Oh, yeah, and, and, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, I felt the isolation thing. I want to fucking, I don't want to fucking deal with anybody, anybody, you know, but, you know, at the same time, I also know that's my head trying to tell me that, too, you know, and sometimes, you know, you know, your head to just say, to preserve everything, we go right to the extreme. You know, and, and that's just all. It's extreme thoughts, you know. You know, there was, there was some point in time where I thought about taking all my military kit and just putting it in my bear box and burying it because I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, I'm fucking heartbroken. I wanted to send little girls to fucking school. You know, you know, I'm heartbroken at the fact that, you know, there's a good chance you know, hopefully, you know, a couple years from now or a decade from now, the people will be able to rise up. But as of right now, you know, they're back to being treated like cattle, you know, and it fucking sucks. It sucks so bad, you know, and no matter what answer is like, oh, well, we you know, we bought them time. So whatever they did with the time was up to them. Fuck, Fuck that answer you know they 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 all suck so honestly it's just it's just a shit situation you know and, and a lot of it i think what i'm i'm trying to come up with over the last weeks in my head is just learning to come to terms and accepting the fact that the good guys lost
0: you know one of the challenges t- is that on a subconscious level people tend to paternalize and maternalize their government So, not consciously, but unconsciously, we see our government Mm -hmm. as mommy and daddy. Mm -hmm. And when mommy and daddy do something really fucking shitty, and just leave you, just abandon you, Mm -hmm. um, our brains got two ways of going with that. Either face it as the fact, and realize that mommy and daddy are fucking assholes, yeah, or... Defend them, defend the abuser. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of people defending the the abuser, um, people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. No, but there's no, no. Def- there's no defense for how this uh, withdrawal. The people that helped us, the, the interpreters, all of them. You know um, what had to happen, what should have happened, is uh, no the the withdrawal not being announced. That'd be super secret squirrel. That, uh, the, that there was going to be a withdrawal, and the very first ones, en masse, are all the friendlies, all the allies. They yeah. get they get packed up first.
1: Yeah, but when you look at it, uh, Canada has could have done this for the last 10 years, man. Mm-hmm. We pulled out 10 years ago, and we could have been pulling out Afghan interpreters 10 years ago. But they didn't start pulling out even one interpreter, until mid-July. And that was 26 days after three task force, three ex-task force commanders sent them letters. 26 days to send a fucking plane.
0: There's, one. there's more than incompetence going on here. Uh, well, the, and that's, the, the Biden administration gave them a kill list, gave the Taliban a list of all the friendlies, of all the allies, of all the Terps. Um, what, the, like, the fuck?
1: Gave them, a list,
0: uh, gave them a list of names, like a kill list, basically. Like, here you go. Yeah. Here's basically here, what here, it is, but I didn't hear anything
1: about that. I don't know how true that is.
0: Well, it's, it's, it's published now, and we don't, know, we, we don't know what the, the rationale was there. You know, like, why? Like, how, how was this ever a good idea? But now the ta- Taliban has full names of everybody. American citizens uh, and, and all, the, all the friendlies. They got yeah. a freaking name list. I don't know if it includes pictures or not, but
1: it, well, it's unbelievable. Uh, above my pay grade, man. Yeah. You know, and that's like, that's, that's, if I don't do that, I'm going to get angry.
0: Well, we have to. Like, we, we you have, know, like, y- we have y- to have you that have perspective. To, you
1: have to just sit there and go above my pay grade. Yeah.
0: We also got to say know. it out loud, though. Because yeah. for the people watching this or, or broadcasts like this, within the veteran community, anybody with a voice, uh, whether it be a small voice like myself or Jocko Willink or anybody in between, yeah. anybody with a voice is, is talking about this exact thing right now. And, yeah. and it's important for everybody uh, that has a network, that has an audience. Um, and even if you don't have an audience, if you have like five followers still, Say your piece because there has to be enough of a squawking as possible uh, so that people freaking get it as best as they can get it. Because our government has goddamn blood on their hands. There are families being abandoned that are trying to get out that can't, and we're doing F all about it. That's Mm -hmm. not okay. It is not okay. It is horrible. We're letting kids get killed. Yeah. But that's the incompetence of our leadership. That's right. You know,
1: and honestly, I don't. Like this election even with this election I it won't matter i don't I don't even really know if I want to fucking vote you know yeah. um you know yeah okay you know me being an Albertan and a conservative okay yeah the conservatives actually have a pretty decent plan coming out this go around but Still, it's just like, fuck you. You guys have fucking stabbed me in the back in the fucking past too. So why the fuck should I care? You're just as fucking guilty. Your party was the one that made us fucking pull out of missions in the first place and ended our, con- our our mission there long ago. You know, the liberals just as suck. And the NDP, well, fuck, if two out of three fucking suck. Chances are the third one sucks too. Yeah, You know, so these people are all in it for themselves, I find.
0: And, you know. and and that's the thing. Like I'm in a struggle. Uh, my MP, uh, John Barlow, great guy. He's a personal mm-hmm. friend. Like love the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like his boss. And yeah. and the fact that O'Toole is a veteran doesn't. Uh, I mean, it carries a little bit of weight, but they not a lot. A bit.
1: It, yeah, oh, more so that we could hold him to account to be like, listen, motherfucker, we know you know better.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Well and that's put. what I
1: told him too when I met him. I said, look, man. The good thing about you being a veteran, you know why veterans like veterans, is because we know, we know what we can hold you accountable for.
0: Yeah, was O'Toole an officer or a grunt?
1: Yeah, he was an officer. He was an yeah. RMC fucking brat. Yeah.
0: See, I'd yeah. rather have a non-commissioned one and uh, uh, somebody that was non-commissioned. Because <sighs>
1: honestly, I have met good officers, and don't get me wrong. Well, of course,
0: of course, there. From is.
1: what I from what I met of, of Mr. Aaron O'Toole, I, I find he's actually a very nice guy. You know. Yeah um it's just you know it's the politician thing right do you think he's he a strong leader t- trust the politician
0: do you think he can be a strong leader he doesn't come across as it yet
1: um i think he becomes a firm and fair leader i think i think we i think 99 percent of the time we will have an answer with him he will mm-hmm. explain he'll explain himself i've noticed that i notice he explains himself a lot
0: what was he right? when uh, he gives
1: an answer for something what was
0: his trade in the air force
1: uh, I think I had to do something with navigation or something like that. Hmm. He was, he was at the, he was in the Swiss air incident as well. Okay. That's ugly. Yeah. 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 So he, he knows a thing or two, right? You know, so we'll see, you know, job meets sink, you know, he's, he's, he, he seems like an interesting fella too. You know, I think his heart's in the right place. I don't, I don't understand if he fully grasps reality of things, but. You know, his heart's in the right place.
0: Are you giving any time about uh, Maxime Brunier?
1: No. No, I don't. After. That doesn't rub after you the right my way? my interaction I had with Mark Friesen, that was a PPC candidate out in Saskatchewan, no fucking way. I will never give my time a day to the PPC. And I know you're a fan, Mark, but I will never give my time a day to him.
0: I'm just looking for an alternative. You know? And, yeah. I, you know, I've heard some things about Mark Friesen. What's, what's his gig?
1: I don't know, he's a piece of shit.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I'll just say it out, right? You know, he told me. He told I didn't go to an I didn't go to a certain certain uh event that was being held at Estevan a couple of years ago, last election. And um you know, because there's concerns, you know, of objectivity and stuff like that, and my name's kind of connected to a lot of really good programs and I don't want to ruin that for them, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um you know, whether it was being spun by the media or not, who knows? It's just that what was being put out there. And unfortunately, you know, you kind of got to go with that whim. You know, it's as stupid as it is, you know, a media has a lot of fucking power. Um, so anyways, anyways, so I ended up canceling with the instruct, like the, the organizer. I said, look, Matt, for me to do anything with you guys, you got to get this sorted out. Like, I, uh, you know, I'm not having my name attached to this. Anyways, the organizer ended up giving my number to Mark Friesen. And Mark Friesen called me. And, you know, he he started talking to me like, hey, bro, I thought it was an Army guy at first, right? And I was kind of like, oh, okay, what's up, bro? And then later in the thing, he was like, well, you know, I'm a candidate for the PPC, you know, thinking like I know exactly who he is, which I don't. I don't <laughs> know many people in Saskatchewan. I know a few, but not many. Um, and... And, yeah, he just kind of went into this thing about me not showing up to this event and how I was letting people down. I was there, look, man, you know, it's my decision. I'm free to do what I want. And then he had the balls to tell me. He he said, well, sometimes you just got to stand up for your country. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Uh, so this guy's never served?
1: I think he's a corrections officer. Oh, fuck me. Yeah.
0: Lecturing you on sacrificing... On standing for your, up for my country. Oh, my fucking God.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I kind of... My brother My brother said he'll never forget it because that's the first time. As soon as he said it, I kind of went up straight, right? And I kind of went, what did you say, motherfucker? Right? And then, you know, I gave him the whole, I gave him the whole, I, I gave him the whole, you know, I'm fucking Corporal Brock Blaschek, fighting dying troop of one PBCI, combat veteran in Afghanistan, don't you ever fuck.
0: Oh, just lost you there for a second. Sorry. Yeah, you're back. That was really a good rant, on, too. It interrupted on a really fucking good rant. Yeah. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, Brock.
1: Yeah, so after I gave him the whole, you know, I'm the combat veteran, don't you ever fucking call me again, and I hung up the phone. And
0: so yeah, I'm, 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 just, man, I'm just, I'm I'm just going to guess, I'm not Kreskin, but I'm going to guess uh, there was no apology letter from the guy?
1: mm I even wrote a letter to Max A. Bernier. He never got back to me.
0: Holy fuck.
1: Yeah, I basically sent him a letter, put your candidate in check. Never got back to me.
0: That's horse shit.
1: So I won't give my time of day to the PPC.
0: Well, we got uh, my buddy Rob Lalonde in the comments. What about uh, the Veterans Coalition Party? I haven't even looked at their platform to be honest.
1: I think their heart's in the right place, but the way politics works, it just their strategy doesn't work.
0: Yeah, well, it, like, you just, know, unless just even you're the, in na- the
1: north end, unless you're in the north end of Vancouver Island. I'm sorry, there is not enough veteran demographic to get together. And the only thing that will attract the Veterans Coalition Party, I'm sorry, is veterans. You know, and we're just Damn. too spread out. We're too spread out to create a good enough Democratic for get somebody in a riding.
0: Well, it kind of hits me like the the, yeah. green, the Green Party. It's like a like a one trick pony, like a one issue platform, and um, just because yeah. of the name of it, that's probably completely wrong. But that's just. On its face, is what it seems like to me. But I have to learn. I've actually invited them on the show a couple of times. I want to. Yeah. I want to learn. I want to learn. What's what's uh, Veterans Coalition Party all about? So yeah. eventually, one of them will uh, get back to me and say, "Yeah, oh yeah, right. Sorry about that." And and we'll talk about it. So I want to know yeah. what they're all about. But um,
1: no, for sure. And it's alternative. You know, personally, I think I'm just going to vote for the Rhino Party.
0: <laughs> Are it. they still there? <laughs>
1: I saw him. I saw him downtown. I went to I went to a debate last election.
0: No way. There's still alive. And they
1: had a guy. They had a guy in the downtown city core. Yeah.
0: God, they've been around forever. Never had a seat though.
1: No, no, but they just make fun of the whole thing. It's hilarious. Like it's pretty yeah. much a stand-up show every time they do a debate.
0: I don't even know what the hell they're about. If they're about oh, anything, they, or if it's just a big, big they fat just joke,
1: make fun. It, they just make fun of the fact of Canadian politics. You know, and I think that's that's all it's about. It's just one big fucking joke for people, you know, to show what a joke you know Canadian politics is.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and that's back to my um, uh, previous point uh, on on John Barlow. Fucking fantastic guy, you know. Like I yeah. trust him. I legit trust him to to do the right thing and to uh, um to fight the good fight you know, and to have a good head on his shoulder and to make good decisions. I trust him. But the party as a whole, I don't trust any of them.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. You got, you do got really good MPs, and I think you got them in all parties. You got really good MPs that want to do the best for their people, but, you know, their bosses, you know, it's just, you got to, I don't know. I have a really hard time, too, with no political party standing up to, to Quebec's Bill C-21.
0: Yeah, that's... Um, well, there was one, the PPC. That's why I was looking at them.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Wow. And, and standing up... And no, and the concern was we're, uh they did squash uh, uh, C-10 and C-21. Oh, well, actually, maybe I'm screwed no, up. No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking C-39. The Quebec
1: bill. I'm talking about the Quebec Bill okay. when it comes on to the what? religious bill. The one where they can't... No public worker can wear... Najabs or yarmulkes oh, or any religious okay. symbol.
0: That's not cool.
1: Yeah, not cool. It goes it goes against the Canadian Charter of Rights.
0: Yeah, that's not you know, cool. But I mean, your, well, your relig- never your religion signed religion on matters. to the
1: Canadian Charter of Rights.
0: Yeah, which, so they could do whatever they want, which is a bit dodgy. Because what yeah, did we, what but, did we fight for, Brock? Again, what was that thing? Yeah. What's that thing yeah. called? What, what's oh, the name I, of? it? I don't know
1: something called freedom. You know, <gasps> is that rights, what it human is? Human rights, human, human, humans' right to choose.
0: Yeah, don't, don't didn't we fight? Don't we go overseas to fight for the freedoms of others? Yeah, yeah, you so, know, So, how do you feel about this Remembrance Day coming up?
1: Fuck, I don't know. I haven't really given much thought about. It. Like I, I said, I'm still even contemplating about even having my military stuff even up anymore. Yeah, I get it. You know, it's, 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 you know, like I'll show up because, you know, honor dictates that, you know, but I don't, I don't know if I'll even, you know, want to stick around or just, you know, wear medals or anything like that. You know, it's just, might just do it a quick thing and then come back home. I don't know. I'll see how I feel that day. We'll see, we'll see how much I've healed within the last months until
0: then. I got, uh. Travis Ku here, um, from uh, the Veterans Coalition Party, th- throwing me a couple of notes. So, yeah. to see what Sean Arnston's saying. I don't know what ACAB is. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. He's don't worry about it, buddy. All right. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it.
0: Roger that. Ack. Yeah. Fucking. So, yeah, you know, it's just. What are some of the ways, how should people be reaching out uh, within our community, Brock? How should people be reaching out uh, uh, to people to support each other?
1: Fucking buddy checks, man. Yeah. Buddy checks. What, buddy what, checks. What should, buddy even, che- even.
0: what should a buddy check look like? Because uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw Fuck. it right now. shouldn't be, hey, how are you on Facebook or text. A fucking phone call. Phone
1: calls go a long, long way. Phone yeah. calls go a great way. Listen you know. to a
0: voice. Make the yeah. effort, a phone call. Yeah. Grab somebody. Yeah. Get him out of the fucking house. Go for yeah. coffee or, or whatever. But even
1: if he's not picking up the phone and you're getting him through Facebook, it could be that too, right? Yeah. You know,
0: but, but, but you know, here here don't, a voice... don't think
1: you've done your due diligence if you just send a Facebook message. If you no, can't get no. a hold of him any other means, then yeah. but you knock know, on the try door. Show means. up at their house. Yeah, you know, go for coffee, you know, take yeah. your dogs for a walk, you know, take your kids out to the playground, you know, fucking be like mom groups. If you're fucking retired, yeah. you know, also get what you're entitled to, to veterans affairs. Don't let these assholes fucking get away with, you know, making, making a dollar on their bonuses for what you've earned off of your back. Yeah. You know, get what's owed to you
0: and you've earned it and it is owed to you. You fucking yeah. earned it. It's not, uh, it's not charity. Yeah. You You know, But yeah, you
1: know, just lean in, lean in on each other, you know, because at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a trust that hasn't been broken, you know, and that's all there is to it. And that's all we got is each other at the end of the day. You know, it's just like overseas again. It's that we're not getting shot at, you know, the world's a little fucked up right now. You know, nobody knows what's up or down. So, you know, Hang out with the boys you
0: know. Yeah. Well, it's about connection. And it's really I've said for years the number one human emotional need is affirmation, like that attaboy, that hey, yeah. look look at me and see me and hear me. And but that is about connection. I think the number one need is connection. And um just shooting a I mean, if somebody even sees a missed call from you, they yeah. they they know that you called and it makes them feel good. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, like since someone I moved
1: so someone still remembers, somebody
0: me. still gives a shit. Uh, yeah. my, uh, my, my closest friend lives in Edmonton. Right. But I've been in mm-hmm. Southern Alberta for like seven years mm-hmm. and, um, when he, he, doesn't call me a lot, but, um, when he sees the missed call from me, it, it makes his days like, oh, Mark still gives a fuck.
1: Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? And I, I, I like that here too. Like I maybe I have a friend, he's posted out in, in, uh, Shiloh and we maybe talked maybe every couple of years maybe yeah but, but literally good. when we get on the phone it's like we haven't stopped talking to each other yeah you know he's the first guy I ever met in the army and we went through basic with each other we went through battle school with each other he was even there when i took my first steps again
0: yeah
1: you know so you know and like and that's the thing like i've met some really solid solid fucking people in the military i've also met some not solid people <laughs> but i met some really fucking solid like
0: any community people. Right, like any yeah. community, we've got shit oh, yeah. stains and we've got uh, salt of the earth. We got them both.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? But, you know, and that's that's just it. You know, and 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 you know, don't you know, don't if if you know, we we all stick with your buddies. You know, that's at the end of the day. Stick with your buddies. You know. And, and we all got them, you know, it didn't matter what trade you are, you know, or whatever, you know, there's some people you got along with, some people you didn't, just stick with your buddies. And at the end of the day, you know, we'll see the light at the end of the tunnel and maybe things will fucking level
0: itself out. <laughs> yeah. And next time I'm up north, I got to connect with you, see you face to face. Fuck yeah, we'll go for coffee, man. Yeah, brother, get some face time. Fuck yeah, for sure, bro. All right, You're man, going. I think we're both there, brother. And, um, it's funny for anybody who, who didn't serve, when you hear, uh, uh, guys like me and Brock, both Patricia's using the term brother, it's a little different than when Hulk Hogan does it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, it means something else.
1: Well, sometimes fucking blood spilt is thicker than blood shared, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It really is. It really is. But thanks for making the time on zero notice. And, uh. Damn. No,
1: thanks. Thanks for uh, reaching out and checking in and having me on, man. You know, this this is, you know, it's good to talk about this stuff, man. Yeah, brother.
0: Well, it has to, you know, and it's got to be voices that are culturally competent, voices within the community that, uh, so that it can be relatable. There's
1: no use ranting and raving, man. Yeah. People don't listen when you rant and rave. <laughs> you know, cool, calm, collective wins the day.
0: There you go. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. All right, brother. Stay on the line. For sure. You're listening to Operation Tango Romeo, the Tramor Recovery Podcast. At Operation Tango Romeo, we are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. I am your opso, Mark Meinke, and this is Operation Tango Romeo, the Trauma Recovery Podcast.